0: Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. All right, so welcome everyone. This is your host, Lucian Gothier, and I am here with the co-founder of Living Libations, Nadine Artemis. Nadine has been a staple at our Longevity Now conferences. She's come many times and given some amazing presentations on how to improve our beauty from the inside out, and how to use natural skincare products, beauty products, also essential oils, and what nature can do for us in that arena to help our health, our beauty, our vitality. So, Nadine, thank you so much for joining us. It's amazing, as always, to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, and I'm really looking forward to this. You're a great interviewer. You always have excellent questions.
0: Well, I really am interested in what you do. I have so many of your products. It's been such a great couple of years using them, you know, brushing my teeth, using your essential oils, the gum joy oil. Obviously, Dave has been talking about the neem Coroli Baba, Tooth Truth Serum, <laughs> you know, for many years, and that's one of our favorites. And you know, I've I've just had a lot of fun in the whole world of essential oils and you know, it's one of those things that we focus on food a lot, we focus on nutrition a lot. And essential oils in your natural beauty products are kind of like this nice little niche that fits so well into the raw food, superfood kind of health lifestyle. You've kind of got your nutritional aspect, and then you've got topically all these things that you can work with. And I've just had great success with your essential oils, especially the the essential oils are able to knock back viruses and infections. Like whenever I have a cold or I have a virus or I have some kind of bug, I always inhale your essential oils. I I use the vaporizer to diffuse the essential oils in my room and. It's just been this great little world that I've you know mm-hmm. entered into, and I know for you it's your entire world you, know, <laughs> you 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 really live that whole lifestyle and you and Ron are out there just uh, doing some amazing stuff in Canada. So I'd just like to maybe just start off this interview for people who haven't heard of you before, just how you approach beauty, skin care, and how that works with nature and really became your passion and and now your business.
1: Yes. Well, for us, all of these things are what actually Ron came up with the expression real to the feel. Mm -hmm. So whatever we're going to put on in or around our bodies, we like it to be real to the feel, which is us as, as close to nature as it can be. And that's one reason why I just adore the essential oils because they're to me the core that I work from. They're so multi-purpose and uh, if I can use the word multi-dimensional because they have this aspect that can take care of us physically. As you said, with like taking care of a cold or a virus, they can take care of us on that deep beauty level on, and, and on a real scientific level. They can, you know, prevent the enzymes, the negative enzymes that break down collagen and elastin in the skin. And they can take care of us on that beautiful, level that's almost intangible and hard to express, but they can feed our emotions, our mind and our soul. And they're this medicine. So it's, it, that's why I can make things from a perfume to something that's going to take care of gum disease.
0: And Nadine, ever since I started using your products, I've really noticed how Toxic and really harmful underarm deodorants, perfumes, colognes, the makeup that people cake on their face and all the, the sort of really synthetic stuff that people put on their body. I'm just wondering like what, what, what is it that it just kind of drives us in that direction and it just seems like to some degree, like once you really start to trust nature and use nature, just very recently, uh, a good friend of mine, just really with with an acne problem, just really committed to using natural products. And it did take about a month or two, but their skin now is completely cleared up. It's glowing. It looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And it seems like once you really start to trust nature's ability to heal you and you just give it a little bit of time, the results you get are just so spectacular.
1: Yes, spectacular indeed. And it reminds me of that question that you asked me at the, at the last conference is, it, uh, cause women were asking you if I would ever create a foundation. And I was like, probably not because we're into letting the skin that you were born with glow and that you would hopefully never need foundation. So what's going on with all the modern skincare regimes is, um, well, a lot of them are petroleum based or chemical based and, um, and even if they're not, even if they're pseudo natural, there's a lot of issues because what's going on is they're, um, destroying the top layer of skin, the stratum corneum. And that's like that top layer of skin that, you know they're trying to get rid of in chemical peels or really harsh uh, alcoholic toners and that kind of thing is that's um ruining the lipid layer and the acid mantle layer and the acid mantle layer is your immune system and the lipid layer is like that the precious water like waterproof water seal the part that protects your skin so the modern skin care products are stripping away those top layers and then they're trying to reintroduce lipids and they're trying to, um, you know, you got that benzoyl peroxide for the acne, but that's like killing a few layers of the skin and then you're trying to bring moisture back to it. And then it's killing all the the acid mantle actually is where all the bacteria is. And just like our guts, because you've had Donna Gates at a lot of the conferences, she'll talk a lot about the microflora and the guts. Well, our skin functions on the same level as our guts and our skin needs good bacteria on it as well. So we can't be stripping it away and we can't be peeling it away, but we've got to allow everything to balance naturally. And with skincare, people are often asking those same questions like, I have an oily T-zone or dry skin. And that's still that's still coming from a modern skincare regime, and where we, we we want to address it is with a fully balanced skin, so that you have no more skin types.
0: And Dean, I was just recently at a really kind of a sort of a high class mall, and they had an entire store dedicated to quote natural skincare products. And I went in there, and of course I'm you know examining the label very mm-hmm. very closely. And they had amazing ingredients. Like a, a lot of the ingredients that I'll find in your products, it was just like natural, you know, plant, natural um natural oils, Mm -hmm. but they introduced like one or two at the very end, like perfume or fragrance Mm -hmm. at the very end. I just thought, wow, they were so close to having an amazing product, but they just kind of sneaked in those one or two ingredients that really, for me, just kind of killed it. And I was like, nope, this isn't, this is not as good as Nadine stuff. It's just, it appears to be really good. Have you seen more and more companies are really trying to like jump on that bandwagon of a natural product. And unless you're really, really careful looking at that label, there's a, there's a great chance that you're going to buy something that looks like it's all natural, but it really isn't. And then my, my follow up to that is how are they able to do that? Because it says no synthetic ingredients, all natural, yet they're able to put perfume in the ingredient list.
1: Yeah, that's a really great, great question. And I actually just was walking through a, a number of people on this. And this is really key because I think what's happening now. Because I actually had to examine a lot of labels for uh, a group of women that wanted to address issues on beauty. So we really went into it and they wanted me to check out all these lines. So it's funny that you asked that because I've just deeply gone into it. And what I think is happening is because there is, let's say, a green beauty consumer out there, right? Because they're just looking at markets, right? You're a market. You want something Mm -hmm. natural. So there isn't a lot of heart and soul in it. And I feel like, you know, again, it's like we're, they're just, it's playing games. Not that I want to be, you know, a thing, I don't necessarily know where their conscious is coming from, but it seems like it's a game. So what we have is often those products are also certified organic. So to have a skincare item be certified organic, it only has to be 70% organic. And so, I mean, 30%, that's a lot of room for other things. And some Ingredients like methylparabens, um, or perfume, which is a synthetic fragrance, which can have up to a thousand chemicals in it, or, um, sodium benzoate. Those you're only going to be using in a, in, you know, 0.2% in a product anyway. And actually sodium benzoate is, uh, there's a certified organic one, but that's not something I'd be putting at all on my skin. And especially if you're taking vitamin C, that actually creates a, a chemical reaction in the body called benzene. But back to these labels, if you've got a lotion or a shampoo or a body wash, well, 70% of that is practically water anyway. So a lotion is the emulsification of oil and water. So what will happen is they'll make something that I know a lot of listeners would understand is like a herbal infusion, like a tea, basically like nettle tea or chamomile tea. And it's called an aqueous extract. So they'll use an aqueous extract or aloe vera juice. You'll often see as the first ingredient, but what they're not writing in there, because I guess there doesn't need to be is like the aloe vera juice is going to have, um, preservative in it. So it's usually going to have sodium benzoate with it or, and glycerin mm. and, and glycerin's not. You know, it's not a petrochemical per se, but vegetable glycerin is something that is made from, a you know, a mix of vegetables. It could be GMO corn and it's, you know, it's heated, it's processed, it's deodorized. I mean, it's a glycerin from a vegetable, like that's going to have a lot of work and a lot of high heat behind it. And to me, that's also a filler. When I'm making something, I I'm not thinking in filler. I'm thinking I want every single ingredient on the label to, to have a benefit. For the skin. So I don't like highlight active ingredients. And then the other stuff, everything counts. So a lot of these companies, you'll see the big flash. that's like, no, you know, none of these things. So it's the big, no, no, we don't have this. We don't have that. But it's so hidden what's in there. And then you'll see like most of the label will be taken up with like pomegranate extract or you know, lots of the f- familiar and favorite herbs that you'll see, and it will be extracts. And those also have hidden ingredients um, that preserve it and are the extract. And that's always glycerin and a preservative. So that's the, the secret behind that.
0: It's really interesting. And I know that, um, you know, in the food industry, a lot of these things are preservatives. And I've Always wondered, you know, with your products, I've never had an issue. I mean, I I get a lot of your products. Some of them I use up really quick, like the sea buckthorn. I mean, I go through that so quick. Other products I use, you know, at a much slower pace. I've never had any issue with preserving your product or your product, quote, going bad. Um, are these ingredients ever used as preservatives, or is their purpose just to make the person feel like something's happening? I'm just wondering, like, if your products last really long, mm-hmm. they smell, and you can even eat them, why introduce chemicals in the first place? Is it well, just yeah. cost?
1: Well, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the bottom line. I think if, like, let's say, you know, Estee Lauder was going to sell something that I made exactly, it might have to be, like, $200 so they'd get the same markup <laughs> that they right. are already getting. You know, it would be crazy because the, the system's working, like, on a, a kind of one of those pharmaceutical mindsets. So um also people tend to think of aromatherapy in that more, like, potpourri fun afterthought and like, oh, let's add lavender and call it relaxing. Um And they may not even be using a genuine authentic essential oil. So when I'm making something, I'm using the essential oils in a really generous and a potent form because... The essential oils are antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral. So they're not only the things that are going to be the cell regenerators that inhibit, you know, the breakdown of the collagen and elastin and all that really fun, juicy stuff, but they're also going to potentiate my formula and add to it because essential oils, they don't go off. In ancient Egypt, when they um, were excavating tombs, they would find alabaster jars filled with essential oil extracts still potent and alive and juicy because they do not go off. And then if I'm using other lipid things like um the sea buckthorn, I use a very special supercritical extract, which is very stable because it not only contains the fat of the plant, but also the essential oils. And then I'm making choices like only using jojoba oil, which is right now like the most expensive, like fatty or lipid, oil, but I use that because it's so good for balanced sebum production in the skin. And it's actually a liquid wax. It's a beautiful plant and it never, it, it, it'll go rancid in about a hundred years. So it's so stable. Whereas with other, other products, you're getting choices like grapeseed oil or, um, apricot kernel oil. I mean, even if they're not using petroleum oil and they're dabbling into something natural, they're using oils that will go rancid within six months. And you never, ever, ever want to be putting, you know, free radicals on the skin. So they're using preservatives that will make that last. But at the same time, it could be going slightly rancid in the bottle, but you may not be smelling it yet because of the things like the methylparaben or the potassium sorbate.
0: Okay. Fascinating. And so. Nadine, you're speaking at our 10th Longevity Now conference. You've been to our conferences many times. You've always delivered an amazing presentation. People have been fascinated by, you know, the insights into oral care, beauty products, skin care, essential oils, and just the whole world that you're involved in can you give people a little bit of a sneak peek at what you're going to be talking about at the upcoming 10th longevity now conference for those listening it's going to be this may it's may 18th to the 20th that's friday may 18th to sunday may 20th we also have their survival program on the monday after which is the 21st that goes until 5 30 p.m you can sign up for both of those at www. TheLongevityNowConference.com. That's www.TheLongevityNowConference.com. All one word. Nadine, this is something that you've really kind of dug your teeth into in the last year or so. The 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 subject of oral care, um, oral hygiene, and kind of using self dentistry with natural products. So, can you give us a little bit of a um, an insight into what you're going to be talking about and any of the things that you've been coming across in the last couple of months since our last conference?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. And I can't believe it's the tenth one. Mm, I know. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. No wonder leaves 5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the I've formulated uh oral care products. Um I've added them I've actually had them for about 8 years. And then thankfully in the past year I was able to have a moment where I could put together a lot of my findings into a book called Successful Self Dentistry: How to Avoid the Dentist Without Ignoring Your Teeth. And this conference is about the mind-body connection. What I find fascinating and, and somehow we all missed the boat when we were going to the dentist when we were teenagers and through our adult years is that the teeth are connected to the body. Most of us being in this, in this uh, holistic industry, so to speak, and being passionate about our health, we've clued into this. I'm going to address how the teeth are alive and how they're connected to the body. I'm going to be going into something really cool about how the t- teeth are also connected to the mind and how our whole endocrine system really affects the health of our teeth and also further grounding in just a really understanding and conveying to everyone that will be attending how the bones are alive and you know, the bone is made with living tissue, which undergoes constant transformation all day long. And with every meal and every glass of spring water, we have a chance to remineralize our teeth and remineralize our bones. I know we get this sense and we've kind of been raised that the teeth are separate from the body and that the bones appear static or that the teeth appear static But they're constantly being renewed and we're going to go into that and how to strengthen the teeth and the enamel and how the rest of the body and the mind can support strong teeth and healthy gums.
0: Nadine, this is an area where people really need a lot of education because we grew up in a dentistry model that is really way out in left field. The dentistry model as it exists now in modern dentistry, it's quite an ignorant model in that You know, Most dentists won't know about essential oils and how they can be used to destroy bad bacteria, nurture healthy gum tissue, or just any type of holistic remedy. It's just not even considered in modern dentistry. And in fact, the modern dentistry protocols that are used, not only are they not as helpful as what you're describing, they actually can do a lot of harm. And I've met so many people over the years who've been really damaged and have a lot of problems neurologically, also you know, like you talk about the connection between the teeth and the mind and the brain, there's been so many issues related to that. And just even now, it's just taken the last, you know, two, three, four years for the whole amalgam mercury thing, mercury amalgam issue to really, for them to admit that mercury is, you know, a severe neurotoxin. It does leak out. And it's just just an area that seems like we're in the dark ages in dentistry, the way we grew up.
1: Yes, there's a lot about dentistry that is still amazingly feels so archaic. And, um, a, a lot of the questions I get on a daily basis are coming from a lot of dental mistakes, so to speak, or, you know, pathways that the dentist would go down with root canals that later caused jaw cavitations, um, you know, mercury fillings and, and it's still archaic because actually issues about fluoride and mercury You know, it's still very controversial. And while a lot of people that you and I might hang out with would agree with us, there's still like the FDA won't even make a stand on that. It's pretty amazing. So there's a lot to catch up with, but there have been some really maverick and renegade dentists, um, that have, you know, carved a really good path and, and have, I mean, they're rare, but their work is out there and it's, it's so great for us to understand. But you know, if you go to a common dentist, first they may still be practicing with mercury and they may have no clue how our diet and our nutrition deeply affect the formation of our teeth and preventing cavities and that through eating correctly and taking care of the teeth topically correctly that you can heal a cavity i mean what they the, the you know the protocols out there right now with like a tube of toothpaste fluoride and a bottle of mouthwash is insane. And like mouthwash alone causes 36,000 cases of oral cancer a year. Wow. And that's the protocols we're looking at. And people are brushing their teeth every day and going to the dentist every six months and still getting cavities and root canals.
0: It's really shocking. And, and there's so many that um, you talk about root canals pulling the wisdom teeth. What I've been really fascinated is what you just mentioned, which is just when I started getting into alternative health, I remember Dave talking one time and he talked about when you eat greens, the process of eating greens and chewing the greens really well, just on a nice salad, allowed you to remineralize on contact. And I remember hearing that years ago and I had just been to the family dentist and he was using, you know, the, the standard protocol for checking for cavities was that little metal tool mm-hmm. and they kind of poke your teeth and if it's soft, oh, you got a cavity and if it's really soft, oh, we got to drill it out and fill it with mercury and I remember, th- and I remember them saying, you know, do you want to set your next appointment? And I agreed. I set my next appointment and I thought, you know, I'm going to do exactly what Dave said. I'm going to eat lots of greens. I'm going to chew them really slowly. I'm going to try to remineralize on con- uh, contact. I did that. I skipped my appointment because I really felt that I had done a really good job and I didn't worry about a cavity. And actually a couple of years went by. And then when I recently had my amalgams taken out and refilled with porcelain, I just had them, you know, check my teeth. They were all hard as rocks.
1: Right on. Yeah, we we do not learn that our teeth can heal because, again, we've got this vision in our head and just the way we've been raised with like, you know, you go to a doctor for healing your body or healing or taking care of your body and you go to the dentist for your teeth and the teeth seem fixed and immovable, right, once your adult teeth come in. But a cavity is an infection and it's something missing, right? It's indicating that you need something else. In your, usually in your diet. And like you did, you remineralize. We're not getting a lot of minerals. We're eating, you know, a lot of processed food and we're not getting the right fat soluble vitamins. We're, we've got a whole, you know, nation filled with people that are deficient in the fat soluble vitamin D3 and fat soluble vitamin K2.
0: Nadine, this is going to be really exciting because every time you take the stage, you share something new something exciting. You give people a little practical tool that they can actually go home and put into practice and I've got your little self-dentistry kit. I absolutely love your toothpaste. I love your essential oils. The Gum Joy oil, the Yogi Tooth True Serum is like absolutely my favorite. i am really gotten into Neem and originally I couldn't stand the taste. Now I actually love the taste of Neem. <laughs> I, lo- I love the way it uh, it, it, it tastes <laughs> even though it's a bit weird. So we're really looking forward to having you on stage. We're really looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I really encourage everyone everyone to try to make an effort to come out because this event is not going to be streamed live via the web. There'll be no opportunity to see this live via web stream. This is something that you have to actually have to come and participate. This is our special 10th Longevity Now conference and David Wolf is going to be joining us. Michael Beckwith, who you may have seen on The Secrets, is going to be joining us. We've, we have an amazing lineup of presenters. Dr. Joel Furman's is going to be joining us. We have the usual suspects like Truth Calkins and Ron Teagarden, the legendary tonic herbalist is going to be joining us again. And that was really an epic um, presentation. And and when he joined us for the first time, I think it really you know, took it to the next level in terms of tonic herbalism. And and I, I know that you're fully aware of this, Nadine, but when you come to the longevity conferences, you're not just there as a speaker. I, I know everyone that I talk to learned something. So why don't you share a little bit about when you go there, what, what do you take away, not just from your presentation, but it, just as the event as a whole, what's your experience of it? What do you learn, if anything?
1: That is a fun question. Well, we just love it, like for so many reasons. And it kind of like feels like, you know, it's just part of our um yearly cycle. It's like spring and fall. It's like the changing of the seasons. And there's another longevity conference to go to. We love connecting with all of our friends. We love connecting with all the new people we meet and with people that love libations. So it's really good to see everybody. And there's it's such a leading ed- edge conference that actually I'm always learning something new. I don't always get a chance to go to each um speaker. I wish I did. But I love, you know, if I see some of the clips afterwards, there's a gem every second coming out of somebody's mouth about something. And even the trade area where there's like a really very high quality booths, which is so great because you guys keep the quality so high. So there's always a new something and the tonic bar, is awesome. Also, I do want to let people know that, you know, you can definitely come as a family. We have been coming as a family since the beginning, um, cause there's no other option for us. And, you know, Ron will often go to the beach. So if you're coming with a family, you can join Ron and Leaf and go out to the beach Aww. while one of the, one of the parents gets to attend the lectures. And so it's definitely a family event for us. It's just great to meet the meet some of the leading leading edge speakers and the leading edge thoughts in the field. And I feel like by having us come together and our minds come together, that we further learn from each other and that we get to expand really the whole health field as a whole gets expanded every time we all come together as an audience and as the people that are presenting. So we get to expand this field at a faster rate.
0: And just for people listening, if you haven't ever attended one of our Longevity Now conferences, just to paint a picture of what it's like, we have really some of the highest minds in health and alternative healing that you can possibly find. We have Dr. Daniel Amen coming. You know, if you want to Google him, Dr. Daniel Amen, A-M-E-N. We've got Dr. Joel Furman is one of our keynote speakers. Michael Beckwith, I'm sure most people have heard. Dr. Robert Marshall is really just a breakthrough, just, just, just mentality in terms of natural health and healing. We've got some really amazing personalities. We've got Dr. Christy Weston coming to talk about earthing and grounding, Ron Tegan, as I mentioned, Carol Alt will be joining us. We have about thirteen to 1,400 participants. We We've got a huge group of people that come. It's very focused in terms of everyone's intention is there to get the very best that health and natural healing has to offer. We have amazing booths, amazing vendors. There's amazing opportunities to connect with people. And everyone that I've ever talked to, who was attending for the first time, they really didn't know what to expect, and they really get blown away at the the level of professionalism, the level of integrity, the quality of the presentations, the quality of the booths, the quality of the people there. It's really something that you've probably never experienced before, and I really feel confident this is our 10th time doing this. I feel confident in saying that this is the premier health event in the entire world at this time. And it, you just can't beat it. You just can't beat it. And I've never had anyone walk away saying, you know what, that wasn't worth my time or my money or my plane ticket. And we've had people come from Australia. We've had people come from Asia. I mean, people fly in from all over the world to attend and they sit there and we really give people a, an amazing bang for their buck. We start early in the morning. We finish late at night. You can take a break whenever you want. We've got breaks for lunch. We've got, we've got so much packed into those, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, those three days. It's so much value for the ticket price. We get, we go above and beyond. And my family's been doing these events for so many years now. And I can tell everyone listening that we pour our hearts and our souls into this. And David Wolf is just leading the charge with his amazing charisma. I know you've worked with David for years. I mean, you know, you can tell people about David.
1: David's awesome and, uh, he, uh, I get so many chances to hear him speak, which is great because he's always popping into Ontario and, uh, I, I think I've known David for about 10 years and, even if he says something that I've heard him say before, he has such an amazing delivery and a freshness to what he's saying. It's incredible. But also he's out there in the world and he, he has such a passion for what he does that he's continually refreshed by what he does and, and, and shares that freshness with everyone because he's so, he is so leading edge. And the way that I feel like he's like this vessel and whatever the universe is pouring into him and comes out of him is just always the best thing to hear. So just when, when information goes through him, he has such great discernment and such a way of putting things together that he's able to deliver that information to us.
0: Yeah, he is certainly a genius when it comes to hell. You know, it's just, it's just amazing to watch him perform and, deliver the information in, in such a way that people can take actually put it into practice and you know he's changed more lives and I can count now you know so many people have been completely transformed by what he's doing so we look forward to seeing you there at the, our 10th Longevity Now conference May 18th to the 20th with the survival program on the 21st if you wish to participate in that you can register for that separately get your tickets now at www.thelongevitynowconference.com. participate you know change your health change your life if the, you've been looking for something to really Shift your, you know, experience in your health. This is it. You know, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're, you know, maybe you're overweight. Maybe you're just, you know, you're not feeling too good or maybe you're not sure what to do in terms of like what type of diet or nutrition to adopt. Just come to this event. You will walk away and you will, you will feel like you have a clear direction and where you want to take your health, uh, in the next decade to come. So we look forward to seeing everyone there. And Nadine, thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful as always to speak with you.
1: Thank you. And I'll see you soon.
0: You will. Thank mm-hmm.